That should do it. Now, uh, I can't hear myself as I'm talking to you because I've got my earbuds in plugged into my iPhone and I'm listening to Wallflowers. You heard about that in the last podcast. You would have heard about it if you listened to Doug Slater. And, uh, yeah, I picked up the uh, CD at Deja Vu yesterday, which would have been a Thursday. And uh, just for this moment, like I wanted it for the uh, the drive here to McGregor, McGregor Park. Oh, my God. Boom, boom, boom. Uh, where I am now. Um arrived around 2 p.m. this Friday, October, uh, I don't know, 14, 15, somewhere in there. And I'm just waiting for Lisa to show up in the adjoining site. It's one of the double sites. And I guess I just thought this would be a good time to start the podcast um because i've just litten up a j or what was left of a j one i'd already started I used up all my shred i've only got two joints left after this but uh, i have plenty of other things gummies liquids cookies you know so there's no uh, no panic setting in like oh my god i need a fix thank god i've never needed a fix I've needed certain things in my life. Friendship, for one. Validation, for another. I was thinking about that on the drive up. When, when were the... What, what, what part of my childhood did shape me? Um, by the way, I'm just going to interrupt for a second here. It's really hard to do a podcast, like talk unscripted, as I am now, while you've got Tom Petty blazing in your ears like I, it should be one or the other you know but i wanted both and uh, i'm kind of that way sometimes so like i'm just gonna let him those guitars are fucking wailing they're wailing oh yeah thank you and thank again thanks doug for turning me on to watching the youtube video of the making of this album what more do you want how rich is that? Thank you, you artists out there, you musicians, you painters, you you people who give us hope, joy, and satisfaction, and <coughs> and just amuse us endlessly. Music has just been such a gift to, to me. You know, I, I think it was from childhood, because I had my little record player I could play. I, there was always music in the home. My father was a banjo player. And there was always there was always records, you know, playing. So uh, anyway, do I want to go down that road? Uh, what shaped you as a childhood, or come back to that later? I think what I'll do is just shut the fuck up and listen to Tom Petty. I think that's the best plan. Got a uh, steam whistle on the go. Got my book here on. Uh, 
Love Africa. It's pretty good. It's pretty raw. I'm very impressed with this writer. Uh, Jeffrey Gentleman, it's called. Winner of a Pulitzer Prize. Ooh. It's called Love Africa, a memoir of romance, war, and survival. It's He digs into his youth and uh, relationships. It's It's good. It's really good. But so is this CD, so I'm going to... Which I had the foresight to rip the CD onto my MacBook using the CD player I purchased separately, because your uh, MacBook Airs don't come with them. Uh Uh-oh, here come some ladies. And then... um, then looked up, okay, how am I going to get that onto my iPhone? Because it's not as simple as it should be. Anyway, I did get it, and uh, I pursued that interest. I I kept at the task. You know, I bothered to do it. Like, part of me was the lazy part of Ken was, oh, don't bother. And and this part said, no, man, you're going to want that. You're going to want to listen with the earbuds. That was what it came down to. It's great to play it on the car stereo on the way up or on the van. Uh, But you want earbuds blasting. So I'm going to stop right now. And uh, Tom Petty uh, outweighs you, the listener. and Well, and me, especially, the talker. Shut the fuck up, Ken. Listen to that. Bye-bye. All right. I'm back. Boy, oh boy, oh boy. Phew, I was listening to Tom, and boy, I was really, really enjoying it. Uh, and then um, a fellow came by, and I kind of waved, and he waved, and uh, he was of short stature, and he was mentioned that several times, so why, you know, he and his uh, girlfriend could pass each other in the aisle of their uh, Road Trek 210. Um, but Gary was an interesting man. Gary was uh, had, had been a pilot, I guess, as a hobby, I suppose. And uh, maybe had been a radiologist or somebody who reads, you know, uh, lung x-rays, you know. Um, retired, I assume. But uh, Listens had a lot to say about Malcolm Gadwell, and particularly the uh, podcast on guns. So I'm going to listen to that. So it's, this is another one of these little referrals. You talk to people, you engage with people, you listen to people, and you learn things. Uh, boy... <coughs> <coughs> I'm sorry. He had a lot to say about everything, and uh, but was well informed. Had read a lot and listened a lot, and uh, and certainly had uh, had opinions. So, uh, you know, I uh, yeah, I would say that was time well spent. Took a picture of Gary, and uh, just said, you know, it's okay. I'm going to take a picture of everybody who comes and visits me in my campsite. So, um, anyway, why am I even telling you? Because it seemed very important at the time. Um, A character. Yeah, a character. And it it was good. We really did cover a lot of of territory. Oh, my God. It was a conversation. Like, you know, when you're sitting at somebody, it could be only talk about road trip. Okay, I'll I'll come clean here. When he first showed up, I thought, oh, my God, this is going to be boring. He's talking about... The difference between my road trek and his road trek, where you wind out the um, the awning, and he's only ever used his three times, and he was surprised at the people who put their awnings out, which is me. 
Um, and I thought, well, you know, how long is this? We're going to talk about this. Is it all going to be built? But then we got on the road trek. But we went from the road trek to the Roman Empire, to the, the gun industry, to American history, to tribalism, to uh, <coughs> racism, and <coughs> any number of topics. You know, in, in, in depth, it was interesting. Oh, the school system. And so I, I got my bits into, you know. Hang on, I got to open my beer. Would you hang on, please? Ah, there we go. It's a vintage, a Varak vintage lager. This is one of those beers they wanted to get rid of at uh, Mossport. And uh, Publican House Brewery. Uh, it's got a crazy picture of a, a mad piston. I'll take a picture later. I've posted one before. Um, it's the only one I had left over. These are one, would have been one of the freebies. You remember an earlier podcast when I was recording from Mossport. Um, don't know. Did I get free beer at Shannonville? I think I did. Yeah, I think I got a perfect record. Anyway, it's not that it's a great beer, but it's a, any free beer is a good beer. Um, but it's got that wonderful image. And I said, yes, this is the time. This is my second beer of the day of the weekend. And, uh, I paced myself. I didn't have one while Gary was here. I wasn't sure if Gary was a drinker and I didn't want to have one in front of him. And I wasn't sure I wanted to offer him one. So, uh. You know, it wasn't necessary to make our conversation any better or any worse. It just it didn't have an impact on the uh, on the exchange we had. So it was probably, and I was thinking back in my mind, no, I, I can pace myself. I don't need to have another beer right yet. We're in the middle of a conversation here, boy. Do I need that other, uh, do I need that to light up that roach? No, I'm going to, yeah, well, I don't know, maybe. Uh, anyway, anyway, sorry. Uh, didn't know you were listening. Um, yeah, so all is well. I got my two boxes of firewood that I put. It was quite a job loading up this van because I had to get the hand cart. Maybe I already mentioned that. No, I don't think so. I think we've just started this podcast. Yeah, I got, wouldn't get some boxes. I did a good job of it. Like I just, the thing is, as you get older, you have to be a little more careful and you have to also learn to slow down. I think I mentioned the other day, Thursday, I counted at least four, um, bits of sloppiness in my driving, which wasn't good. Like, you know, ooh, well, good thing you checked the mirror there, buddy. That could have been a sideswipe. And, you know, I, yeah, I, I won't even own up to the mistakes I made, but in case somebody's going to be afraid to drive with me now. Um, but anyway, um, just, just the and reminding myself, that, hey, dude, be careful. One thing at a time, focus. So I needed some wood, and I, thought, I knew my son would be leaving early, and I, I, the one thing I didn't want to do was ask my wife to, you know, get off the porch and get the firewood for me. Did I talk about this? Did I talk about this? Maybe I just told Bruce about it. See, now that, there's a sign right there. It's hard to remember when you're using social media. Okay, what was, what was printed? What was a photograph? What was... Uh, related an email or a tweet anyway it's it's good firewood that i found boxes for and when i realized you know how am i going to carry it whatever whatever i've got two boxes of good wood from the tree they cut down right beside me thanks to my own doing thanks to going to the garage getting the hard hand cart figuring out a way to do it myself taking my time and uh, just got the job done and here it is right now and i'm pleased with myself for doing 
what I was supposed to do. Same way I was pleased for listening to Tom Petty. So we're going to go back to Tom Petty. I'm going to shut you down and go right back to Tom Petty and my beer. Scarborough Dude signing off. Bye for now. I'm sorry I'm angry, but uh, hey, you're not paying attention here. Ooh, that's a good one. Good morning. It is Saturday, October 14th, and uh, I am sitting just outside the road trek. Got my cup of coffee, got my half-eaten chocolate banana muffin, which are never near as good as they sound. Uh, it's just, uh, it's just not, uh, they're just, it's just too much sugar. Good morning. I love to see the dogs exploring. Yeah. Hang on. Yeah, I could have got out of my seat and gone and petted the dog, but uh, I'd rather he came to me. Uh, anyway, yeah, these muffins, I, I've bought them before, and I've had exactly the same conclusion. God damn, why did I buy these, you know? It's an outrageous price, $6 for six. But I bought them because I'm in a group setting here at uh, the camp. I immediately offered one to uh, Lisa this morning, who is up now. I have seen her absolutely gorgeous showroom-style model of um, her um, Airstream. I forget the um, line that it is, but it's a beautiful motorhome. Wow. Um, bigger than mine. And it's just, you know, wow. And she's a kind of person who's going to keep it neat. So there is, you know, immediately there's a... Um, a nice table and chair outside on the full um, carpet type thing that you roll out that she had carefully measured to make sure it wouldn't extend beyond the poles of her awning, which are set up. Uh, an amazing vehicle. And congratulations to Lisa um, for just having the courage just to go out and say, yeah, I do want this after all, and I'm going to get one and uh, got one. Um, and a lot of high tech on it. She's got a couple of things she's got to check out with regards to the amperage and uh, everything is running electric. There's no propane conduction stove or induction stove, I guess. You can only use certain pans. They have to be metallic. Um, all kinds of features that would be beyond me. And I, I look back at mine. I've just I haven't washed it this year. Hasn't been vacuumed. It's uh, it, it's it suits me the style that it's a lot simpler I'm hoping, I was hoping I'd learn this year, or this weekend, how to um, winterize it, you know, where do you add, what, what do you do, I don't even know, do you drain all the water out, where do you add the um, antifreeze uh, I bought that on a funnel and, uh, but sometimes I get to a place like this and I just don't want to do anything, I don't even want to think so anyway, this is a this is this will just be a little bit of an an uh, well, an update. That's what we do here. Uh, last night, Lisa didn't get here until six thirty. She had a, a, a whole list of things to do before she even left Port Hope, uh, including stopping and um, draining her water tanks, and then she's got to do that again today to you know put in some uh, bleach and make sure they're clean and so on. So she's doing everything by the book and by the manual. Unfortunately, sometimes the manual 
has given false information and you got to go to the video that says whatever it says in the manual, don't do that or that's wrong, do it this way. So, anyway, um, it's it's all uh, it's all good. It's all good, and will continue to be. So, uh, hats off to a um, to somebody who who makes bold decisions in their life. I guess that's where we'll go. Um, one more bite. Sorry. Mm. So last night, I was in bed by midnight. I woke up at five thirty. I woke up again at 9.30, and um, so the morning is gone, but uh, that's fine. That, that's the pattern here when you're camping. Um, I waited around for Lisa to show up and then built a fire on her site. We're, we're sharing a double site. Um, the fire pit for mine is in the worst possible place. It's awful. I won't use it. And nice for her to be able to just look back and, and you know, have the fire on her site, uh, of course. So uh, we got a good one going. She bought a load of wood. I had some wood. And um, that was just pleasant. And then it got down to some really bad, nice hot coals. And I thought of my buddy Bruce, Barnacle Bill. And Bruce would always cook dogs on the fire. Like, hey, you got a fire. You're gonna have. You're gonna cook some sausages or something. You know, some dogs. You know, especially late at night. And that's what I did. Went back to the tra- and it just was that little. Yeah, that's what Bruce would do. And, and sometimes, if you're inspired by friends, sometimes put the friend in your head. What would they do? And then do it in their honor. Uh, now that could also mean go and get drunk. You know, but there's different ways of. Uh, saluting a friend, and uh, in this case, I'm so glad they were really good. Uh, only black and just a little bit at the tip, um, because it's hard, you know, in the dark at night. But I've got this wonderful grill that I bought at Canadian Tire years ago that could hold up to six patties if you need it, and it, it flips over, and the, the grill, it's not open, it's it's um, it, it's hinged. So you can flip it over, you know, it locks in place. So you can flip every, you're just continually flipping it over one side or the other to cook, which is great. And it'll sit right on the fire. You can rest it there. You don't even have to be holding the damn thing. So those dogs were great. I had mine in a fresh bun. Lisa had it just au naturel. And uh, that was a treat. And then after that, um, I headed back. I, I went to check out the group fire because remember, this is a road trek gathering. There's about 30 road treks or more, I think. Um, and I counted 30 people sitting around. There's a big fire and then a smaller. They put out a little pot and put a fire in there. And it's just also nice. But you've got a ring of 30 people in wide camping chairs. There's not much room to get in. And uh, so I sat beside somebody I already knew and just a couple of greetings. I kept myself kind of in the back row. And then joined a couple of men who were talking about Harvest Host and uh, Boondockers. Boondockers, you pay $60, and you uh, you can make an arrangement online just to, you're no obligation. You just park at somebody who's put their house up or their parking spot or their farm, whatever, for free. Which is a strange model, because the model, the money must go to Boondockers to run the website and everything else and take your membership money. The people hosting don't get anything. Harvest Host is another organization where you can um, camp there. 
Um, but they, these are places that are maybe either selling wines or, or, you know, boutique items or something, and you're sort of obligated to see what it is they're actually selling, and most people feel you, you uh, it'd be rude to get out of there without buying something. So there's an added cost to that, and that's always turned me off. I wouldn't go near them. But um, boondogging sounds like a good investment if they keep it at $60 a year to join. All right, so there's your update on what it is in uh, camping world. Um, Cam, never buy those goddamn no-frills muffins. I mean, they're not made by them. They're a package deal. But they're just too much sugar. Oh. All right. So I'm going to do one more thing. I'm going to... Uh, my, my good friend Gary Crawford... Most people won't know people listening to this. Some some will. A few old-time podcasters will. Um, Gary was a guy who um, put out a podcast. Oh, gosh. With Dave Witherspoon. What was it called now? How could I not? Oh, my God. Oh, that, that, again, that's a, uh, just the brain failing, you know. I mean, anybody out there who knows Gary would know what I'm talking about, but back in those early days, to me it was the best Canadian podcast. I absolutely loved it. And it, it was just funny. It, it was Gary was hilarious, and they played music, and they made songs. And Gary used to listen to the Dixon Janes podcast back in the very early days when, I, you know, it was a small group back then. Before, you know, I hit episode 100, there was a small core, and we had regular listeners, and we knew each other. It, that, that was the wonderful thing about PodCamp. Um, and um, a, a PAB, Podcasters Across Borders, which would get together and, and you know, had personalities and characters and, and you listened to each other's show and traded notes and so on. Anyway, Gary kindly wrote a song for me, and I'm going to play that for you now. I've played it before, of course, when it first came out, but uh, I just found yesterday he just was remembering Scarborough Dude and uh, put this up on Facebook. So I'm going to share it with you right now. So hang on. I'm going to have to play it through my phone. Oops.
It's 2.30 on the Saturday. I'm sitting here in the sunshine, and I'm doing this because I'm in the sunshine. It's just so wonderful. It's like a bonus on a camping trip. But Lisa and I moved the picnic table with the tablecloth completely under my awning, and I dug out the uh, propane barbecue. I'm going to cook the rest of the sausages on that sometime tonight. Instead, last night we did them over the fire, and they are great, but this time I'll do them right on this barbecue grill, propane grill. I think it's just easier to control them. And uh, anyway, that's ahead of ourselves. Lisa now has driven her vehicle. I already forget. I was, you know, rangeway, but I'm completely wrong on that. Uh, But it is the parent company is Airstream. Um to the dumping tanks and she wants to uh, recycle the water again, drain the tanks, fill it up again and uh, so she's do- busy doing things this is her weekend to get to know her vehicle, and that's quite wonderful but she's met a lot of the people already and everybody's friendly, I've met new people and their dogs wonderful, wonderful meeting the dogs it's a highlight of these kind of gatherings um, there was a couple we met on the beach oh yes, there's a little pathway nearby, which I'd never been down before, and it actually leads to the beach, so we follow it a long way, and I can actually get down onto the sandy beach of Lake Huron, so that's wonderful, and uh, a couple came by, and she said, do you mind if we take her off the leash, and it was a little, uh, I, I don't know what they are, it looked like a, a between a spaniel and a sausage dog, you know, 
Dachshund, but it, it wasn't it had the long black fur. It is a breed, but they're just very short legs. They're very close to the ground and long body, long floppy black ears. Just very cute. Um, and they let it off the leash. I said, no, no, please. And the dog was so happy. It, it honestly, it, it filled me with joy to see this dog running in circles and up and down the sandy beach and back to them and just... Like it had just been let out of prison, you know, and it was just let loose. It was so happy, and you couldn't help but feel that sense of, oh, my God, that's wonderful. He's so happy. Uh, it, was, it was just great. So a nice chat with those folks, too. And uh, as I say, Lisa's met many of the people. We joined the group, uh, the both the, uh, the two organizers, Pam and um, the other, had wanted the uh, other copy of my book, I had given them last time, and uh, this time they uh, they were happy enough to purchase the volume that they didn't have. So that's good. <clears throat> and now, oh my God, the sun is pouring down. But I am reading this book, Love Africa, which I've mentioned. It is so. I mean, it is a journalist. I mean, he was working with the L.A. Times, Washington Post, and and uh, uh, Jeffrey Gentleman, Gettleman, Gettleman, winner of the Pulitzer Prize. So. Boy, what a great read, although it's just so depressing. He's talking about Afghanistan and, and oh, the horror, the horror. And, of course, it's, you know, paralleling the horror in Israel. I also just read Tara, who I read, uh, get her um, uh, updates on her sub-stack. Um, Tara Henley, was that? And it was a, uh, uh, let's see, yeah. Sorry, lean out with Tara Henley. It was a, a wonderfully written piece about the disgust she has with the left. Being a firm leftist, leftist herself, is outraged at the number of people and organizations representing the left uh, who are taking delight, almost in the revenge that Hamas has, has massacred. You know, the, uh, and the, the horror, the horror of it. And sort of saying, you know, it serves them right and so on. And and, uh, and she's saying, how did this happen to my left? My left cared about people. You didn't pick a side that, you know, uh, this way. This was, these, these are they were horrific, the whole incident. And to be gloating and, and uh, not, con- not con- condemning it the way it should be. You know, and it isn't, and she said it isn't to say this isn't about just being pro Israel, anti Palestinians. She's in favor of the, helping the Palestinians, always has been. It's that you don't take delight in the slaughter of women. I mean, she talked about, well, things I don't want to repeat here. Uh, you've, you probably know enough about the, the horrific treatment of those who are still alive, maybe. But anyway, well, why am I sharing that? Well, that's been part of my day. The sun is beating down. And I, I, I just love absorbing the heat, especially, hey, it's mid-October. Uh, we've got this. I've got the quarter cookie beside me. I'm just, it's a matter of timing. It takes at least an hour to kick in, and then it might last for hours. So I don't read it, need it right now. I think I'll just continue, as long as the sun is shining, to uh, to read my book and make the most of this uh, loose time. I don't have to socialize or go around looking for people to talk to. I'm pretty happy just sitting here. So, uh, but <laughs> I said that, and uh, hey, what do you mean don't look for people to talk to? Isn't that what you're doing right now, talking to people? Yeah, I guess so. All right, so I contradict myself once in a while. 
all the time. All right, yeah, that's who I am. That's what this is. Scarborough Dude, signing out contentedly. Catch you later. Bye for now. Yeah. Lisa's just arrived back, and she's just getting set up again. Having had a very difficult full day, my goodness, of not being able to get the hose off, and it involved like about five people before finally somebody uh, passing by on a bicycle was able to get this cap off so she could drain her tanks. And um, yes, went through a full day, almost like a working day, and uh, I said, well, I'm glad. She said, how was your day? And I'm, well... I'm glad I didn't have her day. I mean, the the whew, the work and the stress. My goodness. Um. Anyway, it's now the um, the um, potluck time. So I've been sitting here in my driveway, facing, looking out at the road now. Uh, gosh, it's nice. There's like a, a threat of rain, and then it just uh, clouds moved on and. Uh, I see a lot of blue sky, looking up at the trees, it's quite wonderful. Anyway, I, I've been watching people individually and in groups that are heading off to the potluck time together and just watching them, it's like almost on their way to work, and I'm thinking, oh, I'm glad I don't have to do that. Um, and I know all the people who are doing it are very happy doing it, but it's just not, that's just not my uh, my idea of, of happiness, standing around a food table and looking at other people's food and having to bring something yourself and and uh oh, just an awkwardness i just i'm just enjoying time by myself and it's much more fun just to be on this distance and i know it might sound weird but i don't think it does i think a lot of people don't understand exactly what i'm saying here comes samson chu again he's the one who has the uh, road trick called uh, limon so we just did a friendly wave he's a very funny guy very friendly guy very nice guy and uh, they're, they're all, I have enjoyed uh, the interactions. I'm very glad to be at this gathering. I want to continue. But I also really like the fact that I have my set of privacy. Now, the wonderful thing, of course, I told Pam about how much I enjoyed her uh, deviled eggs last year. And uh, she said, would you like me to bring you some? And I said, oh, that would be so nice. And, of course, she came down with two nice little deviled eggs on a paper plate wrapped in cellophane for me. And says, I hope I hope you like them as much as last year's or something like that. I hope they're as good as. And, they, and it was just a pleasant little exchange. And uh, but made me feel very important. Oh, how nice, you know, that I've, I've ingratiated myself enough with these people that I'm a I'm a member of this tribe. Sort of, I'm keeping myself a little bit on the fringe, which I kind of enjoy. You know, it's uh, I like this being on the edge of things sometimes. I don't know how that sounds when I say it to you, what do you, but how that could be interpreted, but no, I think it makes perfect sense, I think you, anybody with a right mind could understand what I mean, anyway, more people, I just don't, I just don't like the idea of any kind of a commitment for anything, for, for, for starters, and, uh, and socializing, you know, when that fellow dropped by and we had that talk, I really enjoyed that a lot, that was, uh, that was interesting, and it was engaging, but a lot of the other talks, uh, yeah, it's not going to be um, quite like that. And uh, maybe you'd rather listen to Tom Petty, reflect a little bit, read another passage, make notes, do any of the things you do when you're uh, 
by yourself. Do social media. There he goes again. I think it's the third time back and forth. He's gone to get napkins, and now he's gone to get something else. Busy little beaver. Uh, anyway, I, I'm just I'm I'm the the cookie has my goodness the elves are good. They just put they just put me in such a happy place, and uh, so positive. Like and and I I I feel good about myself. I hear, I said out loud just a while ago, yes, Ken, you are a nice guy. I said that to myself. <laughs> I had to. I absolutely had to, you know. And, uh, and like, it was, you know, no bluff. Yeah, no, that's true. Yeah, you are a nice guy. Yeah. But. Yeah, but. Yeah, okay, never mind. But my ass. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, listen, I'll get into the silly zone, but, uh. Yeah, I'm just saving. I told Lisa, I said, I know the, the polite thing to do, save one for you. But I, then I thought about the bigger picture was uh, who would enjoy it the most? You know, where will the maximum enjoyment be for this particular morsel of food? And uh, I will definitely, I'll savor each bite. I'll taste everything. You know, I think there's another kid with a shopping bag dressed up. I guess there's a few of them maybe. Yeah, making the circles. I'm glad they didn't look in here. I, I don't like the, this Halloween thing at the parks. I, I don't know. I guess it's a good thing for families. It's a safe environment. But I did think, I did wonder when those two men came to check by and then later the Halloween kids come. Um, it, was there a connection? Were they actually checking to make sure there were no, you know, dangerous people in the park that... Uh, that you know, would be a, could be a menace to their children. And Samson, I said, is that paranoid? And uh, Samson, I think, seemed to think, yeah, that wasn't, uh, there was nothing to that at all. Just coincidence. And just, the, you know, these men just wanted to know oh, who's who. But it did feel a little bit like, oh, my God, if it's, you know, you think of East Germany, you think of, uh, uh, you know, any place where you're at the mercy of, uh, you know, physical force power ew thank god I have been just so free of that kind of uh, oh fear and uh, and uh, you know uh, the cruel reality all my life I mean it's it's you know you can't think To, to be so blessed and, and to know that other lives are suffering so much, I mean, it's a horrible thought. It's a horrible thought. It's just a horrible thought. And there's just so much, so much horrible suffering and so much cruelty and so much meanness and so much, I, I call male pigheadedness. I know that's a very stupid way to put it, but men who refuse to think, they're just, you know, being driven by something or other. I don't know. Lisa's going off with a cup. She didn't. Uh, she didn't bring a container of water. Anyway, there are little taps and things all over the place. I see. Oh, there's one right in front of a campsite. Anyway, I'll. Uh, I, I, I don't know what I was. What point I was making there. I hope there was one. Uh, but it is to say, it's. Uh, I'm a happy camper.
I know, I know. I was just talking about pain and suffering, but I'm just grateful that uh, you know. And, and I hope, I, I hope, my God, I hope my children are spared any horror. I just, I, I just hope the world could be could be better. That people could stop this hatred. And, and when you see what's just happened and what's happening all over the planet, you just figure there's no hope. It's it can only get worse, and it's. There are lines being drawn, and, and it's uh, it's it's terribly frightening, and scary. And and again, I, I go back to Trump. Well, they, they, America, a lot of Americans want a dictator. They just want a strong force like the ones he's showed them, North Korea and Russia. It's uh, it's it's a scary place out there in the real world, and that's why it's nice to exist within these safe bubbles of the confines of friends and people who care about each other and be in this little safety zone. Uh, and the fact that it's sort of self-constructed just happens to be this is a group of road track owners, and uh, somebody put out the idea, and people get together and make friends and exchange stories, and the dogs meet the dogs, you know. That's the nicest part. But I, I just, you know, I, I may poke my leader, but it's just, you get 40 people around a fire. That, you know, where do you, you, you've only got one choice, move in here and then and, and try. I was going to, what I wanted to do, hear, hear me out, hear me out, if I had the balls to do this, would be to just go out down there, you know, when it's, when it's full hub and everybody's paired up and talking, saying, if there's anybody here who would like to talk about music, um, I'd like to sit near you. You know, and making an a bold statement like that—that's a pretty bold statement. You, you know, and and you'd hope you'd know if somebody really cares about music, some some hands are going to go up. Oh, yeah, okay, because I just don't want to talk about road tracks or or you know, I, um, you you want to get a sense of who the other person is, and you want to give them a sense of who you are. You know, you want to establish peace zones. That's this realignment of tribes, you know, and oh my god, there's some frightening tribes out there. You just don't want these enemies at the gate. Ooh, I know, that sounds another... What do you mean by that, dude? What do you mean? Yeah, I don't want to uh, face fear and, uh, and, and have people who hate me in control of my life. Dude... Let's say we just uh, put on Tom Petty again, and uh, or maybe just shuffle, or maybe go back to the Heartbreakers. You know, you love that stuff. Yeah. Bye bye. Okay, I'm gonna talk over Tom for a little bit now. I just wanted to share with you <laughs> that I've got Tom put in the DVD player. And with this surround sound system, it is amazing. Here's me. This is where I sleep in the back, okay? So you're hearing this. And I'm just going to move towards the front of the road track a little bit. And uh, get into my seat. And you hear the difference? Let's sit in the passenger seat for a bit. Oh. It is just so good. It is just so good. I mean, a great album, great sound, and a great sound system. Holy fuck. And, and just 
the coziness in my road trip right now. It's cold. It's cold as fuck. Like, I could put the heater on right now. No problem at all. Propane heater. Fire it up. Why don't I? Warm it up a little bit. Makes a little noise. Uh, yeah, the reason for not doing this is I just love getting into that sleeping bag and pulling it up tight and just feeling snug. So I, uh, I like the cold. But it has been such a fucking perfect weekend again. And, and I don't... Getting high definitely helps. I mean, it's it, it just everything is just so much more enjoyable. Um, you know, that sounds like a, a drug addict talk. No, no, it's just tuning in, you know, refocusing, paying attention. Um, I've just got back. It's after one o'clock now. I just got back from the fire uh, where the group fire was. Uh, at one point, oh, it was a total of 58 people signed up, showed up, and most, I think, were around the, at the potluck and around the fire, which I avoided altogether. I showed up after Lisa was ready to call it quits, and it was down to just Pam and Heather, the two organizers. And so it was wonderful to end the day, skipping all the, the whole big groups and everything else, but connecting with the people who put this together and having nice talks with them. I, I just... I feel super today. I feel so in the zone, so, so right about so much. Uh, I know that sounds, hey, 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 shut the fuck up, man. But, uh, you know, I'm, I, you're trying to do that. You're trying to live your life so that you can feel good. And I don't mean feel good just the drugs feel good. I mean feel good about your understanding, your perception, your your relationships with people, your... You're, you know, what you've done, where you've been. It's good to get high. There he is, all right? This is a song that's called It's Good to Be King, and I was sure the first five times I heard it, it was good to be clean. Maybe I already told you that. Sounds like a joke. It wasn't a joke. And I just thought, it's a very interesting lyric. Why would you say good to be clean? Like, you clean of drugs, clean of hang-ups, clean of, uh, you're doing morally the right thing? And then all along it was, no, it's good to be clean. Oh, okay, that makes sense. Yeah, all right, I get it. Anyway, I'm going to go back to the bedside now. I'm going to leave the seat up in the front. I, 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 it seems futile and silly, and it's actually, in fact, quite embarrassing to try and share with you how good I feel. Like, it sounds like, yeah, well, so what? You know, what a stupid thing to share. Well, hey, man, I shared pissing in the snow, you know. First, I'm sure I'm first one. I've put that claim in before. All right, no, park that, park that, park that. It's good to be king. All right. I, I hope I've made my point. I hope there was a point. I'm back to bed.
It helps to make friends It's good to meet girl A sweet little queen Who can't run away It's good to be king Whatever it pays This is your uh, Sunday afternoon report. I don't know what time it is. Maybe it's uh, 1.30 or so. It's um, overcast. There was a light sprinkling of rain. But um, it's just been fine. And, of course, I've got it set up. My picnic table is under my awning, so everything's dry that needs to be dry. Not a problem. Um, There's lovely... Clean washrooms, you know, with hot water and everything else, and a handicapped toilet, so that's great, nearby. Um, but I visited the ladies, of course, who have the, uh, this is where everything is held, and they had a huge fire going this afternoon, huge, because people bring bags and bags and bags of wood, that's the deal, you know. And it was blazing hot. So I sat there with my walker and uh, enjoyed conversation. And then we talk, started talking about food. And I said, i got to get back and get some food. So I'm in the kitchen now. And I've got, uh, of course, you can hear. Thank you, Tom Petty. Music blasting again and again and again. I've mixed up eggs, cheese, salami. And I'm going to throw in a leftover mac and cheese dinner, some, you know, noodles and uh, cheese sauce, 
And I'm just going to fry it all up in the uh, on a frying pan. I cleaned the dishes. That felt great. I'm just fucking happy! Sorry. Sorry. That was... I'm sorry. Sometimes... Sometimes... You know, I... It's, it's hard to... It's the music. It's just fucking driving me. This is the whole fucking trip has been this music. And it's, it's fucking amazing. It was no exaggeration. This is great. Oh, yeah. So, and I'm not even high. Like, I haven't had anything today. Pam said, Ken, we don't need to know what drugs you're on. Um, I'm just happy. So... Lisa's doing the same. Lisa's in her van. Well, actually, now she's out. She's got a brand new um, Coleman stove. So she's making bigs and eggs, bigs and aiken, bigs and aiken for breakfast, lunch. And I'm doing the same in mine. You know, we're just, you know, enjoying our day. A little bit overcast, a little bit cold. Yeah. <coughs> Spend some time indoors. I better get a drink. Uh, anyway, everything is just fucking good. And I know you're tired of hearing that, and that doesn't tell you anything. But it tells me I love fucking camping. I love my road trek. I love Tom Betty. I love feeling good. All right, all right, okay. I, I just I just can't control myself right now. It, it's the music that just hyped me up so much. Holy fuck, man. They would, if I was a kid in school, like, you know, they'd be, that kid needs special help. Get him out of the classroom. We need, you know, get him in the gym, make him run or do something. But that kid needs help. That's me right now. But I don't need help. I just need to keep on grooving. And I got to mellow out and slow down. And <coughs> Take it easy. Thank God I have another day here. All right. We're going to end with this uh, this song. It's a great song. <laughs> I'm a little calmer now because <laughs> uh, the music just finished and uh, oh, honestly the energy that, that soars through that song that gets transferred to the person listening oh my god thank you Tom really 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 anyway um, <clears throat> I'm in the road trek I've got my nice little red lights on I've been reading uh, Love Africa and uh, Lisa just tapped on my door and said she's going to build a fire now and if I want to come and join her. So that's kind of nice. Like I say, we're sharing. There are two separate spots in a, in a shared campground. There's two completely different sites. You know, and you're only allowed, you're not allowed to park two road tracks on one site. People try that and they always get the ranger making them move it and paying for an extra site. It's, you know, a fair game. Come on. But anyway, people try it. But we've got these uh, completely... Uh, well, great big sites. So I've got my setup here, but the fire is at Lisa's because it's uh, it's hidden around a corner. It's quite nice, well protected, and uh, it's kind of nice having somebody else <clears throat> make the fires. So I made the first two using the starter logs, and now she said, "No, no, I'll I'll do mine my way." So that's good. Uh, so I'm going to go and join her in a little while. Uh, but meanwhile, sitting inside so cozily. 
a little bit of glass of wine on the go, and uh, had a microwave dinner. You know, general chow, general towel chicken and veggies and rice. Get a sauce, and it was decent, you know. It's a, these are these cheap two-dollar Michelinia or Michelinas dinners, <clears throat> and you pop it in the microwave, and hey, you've got a, a hot supper that's been tasty enough. Because I just don't feel like uh, going to any great length. The the egg dish I made today that I described earlier, wow, was that ever good? Oh, oh, so full of flavor, uh, and I still have some of my veggie soup left, so. Plenty of stuff, I, you know, and I always carry a, a, a whole container full of food items, spaghetti and stuff. So there's there's plenty of food later. Don't worry about me being hungry. I'll be just fine. Thank you very much. I could have a late night snack. But I'm going to take it easy tonight. I, I'm going to possibly have a J around the fire. That's always nice. But I'm not taking any of the gummies. And sure enough, those cookies, I, I've got to go back to that reserve and get more of those because, oh, my God, one quarter of one cookie. And the cookie's just, I think it's just $5 or $10 for two, something like that. Uh, it is just amazing. And and it's such a, a, a positive space. And I think maybe it's where I'm at in my life, too. You know, I mean, your mileage may vary, you know, but... Uh, by God, for me, these are, uh, it's just wonderful. And, and I think, no, I think it's its also the headspace I'm in. I'm, I'm, uh, <coughs> I'm just f- finding I'm getting along well with people. Although, you know, there's people I will avoid or people who just uh, dominate conversations and you just sort of, you know, slip away and, uh, you know, you, you don't want to waste your time in a boring situation. Hey, 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 Ken, listen to yourself. Who wants to listen to you right now talking about who you don't want to listen to? That's not an interesting conversation, man. I just wanted to check in, okay? That's all. I just wanted to check in. I'm sane now. I'm not that little kid running wild in the classroom, you know, running with a pair of scissors and threatening to poke a kid's eye out. I'm just back to normal now, and it's mostly because the music's finished. Um... And um, just going to leave back tomorrow. We've got to leave. And so tomorrow's a packing up day and getting stuff ready and so on. But that's never a big deal. The big job is to drain the tanks. Now, I had this fellow, Rick, come over and give me the full deal on what you have to do to winterize your road trek. And uh, I've come to the conclusion I'm just going to have to pay somebody to do it. It's just, it's just, for me to read the manuals again and try to figure out the valve systems in which, I mean, it's, it's possible I could do it. Um, he, even he wasn't able to find proper draining valves, but there are many, many steps involved, you know, isolating your hot water tank from the other things and, and, um, getting all the water out to start with and then buying a special pump adapter and a little hose to get the, um, stuff running through all your lines and, and, you know, it's just, no, it's just not worth it for me to, uh, to go through that degree of stress and worry and, uh, and generally probably just fucking something up. So, uh, no, I'll find a place that can do it for me. Scarborough dude. Sorry. I, that was just a little update just, uh, to bringing you along, letting you know this, um, when you're going camping, the difference between going for two days and three days is huge. That extra day, like staying the Sunday, you know, especially in a gathering like this, uh, it's just so much nicer.
to have that extra time. You really need it. All right. And this is probably it. This is probably the end of my camping season. Last time for 2023. So uh, there it is. You heard it here first. But I still got tomorrow. Still got tomorrow to... Uh, yeah, I gotta be out by noon. That's what I'm aiming for, so I can be home at a reasonable hour. My son will be back at, back at home now tonight. All right, bye for now. A ding-a-ling-ling. Good morning. It is Monday. Heading home day. Lisa's already left. Uh, it's, I don't know, about nine maybe now. She had to get all the way to London, Ontario to the dealership to take care of a number of issues that uh, needed answers or technical help for. Anyway, a little bit stressed, of course. Uh, she's, she, Lisa's inclined to do everything by the book. And it's a brand new vehicle. She's put a lot of money on the biz. She wants everything to work perfectly. And it has to be sort of everything in its place. So she had a very long checklist to go through before she drove off. And, uh, you know, things... Her comment was, things always take longer than you expect. And I think it's her way of doing it, of course. To be very thorough. And, and, and good for her. Um, I'm sort of almost the opposite, and that works for me, but uh, that's the wonder of the human race, right? We're all different. We all have our ways of thinking and doing things, and uh, some of them are nasty. But uh, anyway, I wish her well. I hope it goes well, because after that, she's got to get all the way from London, Ontario, on the 401 to Port Hope. My goodness. An hour past Toronto. So I feel for her. She just wishes she didn't have to do all that today, but she booked it, and uh, there we go. Anyway, I'm having breakfast. I've just made my pot of coffee. The <laughs> my coffee pot's held together with duct tape. So there's an example, uh, you know. And each time I think, oh boy, I gotta repair that a little more because the tape has come loose. And so when you, it's very hard to get it out of the coffee machine. When you pour it, the first pour is gonna go all over the table, not into the cup. Um, it's very precarious. I guess that lid is just, uh, and it's something, you know, I've known that, you know, and, uh, yeah, I gotta, uh, I gotta fix that sometime. And I will, I will, you know, but not right now. Um, last night, sitting around the campfire, I, what happens, I've noticed this recently, you'll think about the meal ahead sometimes. I, I talked about... The wonder of the camping is you don't have a, a set plan and program and time, you know, or you try to avoid that anyway. But sometimes you sit there and you think, okay, what's in my fridge? What am I going to have more? And I realized I had one egg left. And I had these nice, fresh sort of sausage, or sausage buns, I guess. Really nice. Oh, gosh. Pardon me. Well, I eat. Shut up. I'll tell you You don't fry the egg like... Scramble it up first in the bowl. Add your salt and pepper. And then you got some pepperoni slices, uh, salami slices. Nice big round ones. All right. Fry up a few of those. And you got some cheese slices. Okay. So you're going to fry the salami. Scramble up the egg with salt and pepper. 
pour it into a very hot pan while it just sort of ooh, cooks just, just nicely. And then flip it over. You got a big flipper, flip it over, and then put the salami on top, and then put a cheese slices on top. And then you had your bun ready, all buttered up. And uh, toss on some ketchup on top of the whole mix before sliding it into the bun. And now you eat. And it's so damn good with Tom Petty. By the way, this is not wallflowers. This is wildflowers. I keep writing wallflowers. It's just, you know, the brain, you know, the wiring goes crazy a little bit sometimes. Anyway, all's well. This is, I'm just trying to end on a, on a nice note. I've got my... Oregon, I already, I took the propane stove out, never used it, it's all back stowed under the bed now. Um, I don't have too much to do, take in the awning, fold up the chairs, uh, yeah, and then clean up the interior so I can get everything put away, and then sort out, what I try and do before I leave is, what has to get carried right back into the house, so I got my dirty clothes in one bag, I got my clean clothes in the other little folding bag. Okay, those two things. My books and all the stuff extra I bring, you know, the bag, all the tech stuff, the recorders and everything else. Okay, that's easy enough. That's a shoulder bag. Snacks that uh, I want to have in the house. Okay, they go. Uh, There's a a big uh, container for the stuff I keep here permanently, you know, cans of beans and some old nuts. Some of that stuff should go into the house, but uh, anyway, yeah, you know, I got clean-up stuff to do, and then, with the horror of all horrors, emptying the wastewater tanks, the uh, black and the gray, so uh, I'm going to leave a little earlier than usual, I think, give myself time for that, it's a minimum three-hour drive home, and at one point you'll hit the 401, and you'll just be caught in traffic no matter what time. So uh, you got to factor that in. So maybe four hours. But uh, anyway, you know, I'm calm now. Last night I didn't have any toke, any weed. I had one beer. Um, Lisa and I built a fire. Or Lisa built the fire this time. And um, then, you know, she headed off at one point, maybe around 11. And I said I'd look after the fire. And I have a rule... As long as there are flames, real flames coming up from the wood, you can't leave the fire. And I don't mean that as a safety rule. I mean that just as a game you play. You know, you let it die right down to the embers. And you've got to see no flame, just coals. And then you can leave the fire. And uh, so it was quite amazing. After the fire, you know, pretty well died down, suddenly it came back to life. I had poked around. I used the Huron poker. It got good use. It's at least two, three inches shorter than it was at the start of the weekend, I'm sure. It's just continually being poking around that fire and moving big logs and stuff. But, um, yeah, so I sat for an hour and I thought, well, you know, I could just leave, but no. The rule is, you stay until there's no more flame. And when I looked at the fire this morning, the bed, there's just, it's not even a piece of wood, it's just a bed of, you know, white coals. Ah, nice soft song by Tom. Honestly, every song, every single song on this CD, I absolutely love. 
I, I, I don't, I can't even think of an album. I mean, if I'll put on Abbey Road, you know, which I used to, that's my favorite. A couple of songs there, I've just, you know, okay, all right, all right, we can get past this one. But this album, every single song, I, my, my, I, I just, I feel love for Tom Petty for giving us this and for giving of his heart and, and oh, I'm, I'm grateful I saw him and I, you know, I've mentioned that. Sorry, not bragging. Just grateful to have seen him with Dylan uh, in Tokyo. That was a a fine concert. And it's history now. But anyway, I'll get back to my breakfast, my coffee. I just wanted to uh, hold this baby down. Got clean up to do. I mean, if somebody, I looked at Lisa's and. Everything was in its place. Even little shoe racks for where the various shoes went. Everything. Anything that was had to be put into the container had to be tied down with straps. So nothing would shift. Mine is just throw it in. Leave the bed down. Throw it on top of the bed, you know. Um, I will, I mean, I make sure, you know, I'm going to wash the dishes. I'm going to put, I'm looking at. There's got to be maybe a dozen things on the little table I have out now. At least a dozen things. You know, a big bottle of wine, cup, thermos, nuts, cereal, empty containers, spices, butter, plates, dishes, spoons, knives, forks. You know, just a pile of shit. Put all that shit away and then be off. Anyway, I'm going to listen to Tom. You are too for uh, a minute or so. And I'll fade out. Scarborough Dude signing off from uh, McGregor Provincial Park. The Road Trek Gathering. The late fall Road Trek Gathering. And it's been a blast. I've met some nice people. And uh, happy, happy, happy is the word. Bye-bye.